Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Taboo. Taboo. Today is a good one, y'all. But first of all, happy Valentine's Day. If no one said it to you yesterday, yeah. I am so excited to present to you a little twist on Valentine's Day this time. We're yeah. not going to do something lovey, sappy. I mean, we might cry. We might cry. I don't know what's going to happen. But this time, it's going to be a roast. We're going to be telling you guys why we're single. Right. We're going to tell you ourselves. And then we're gonna have each other, one of us, tell the other. No, so I think we should. Go. I think we should do each other first. Oh God. And then compare to, because if you hear why I think I'm single, gonna be like right, 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 and then you're not gonna have any more notes. So I think we should do each other first. My cheeks. What you thinking, mate? <laughs> what you thinking? Okay, let's do it. All right, ooh, y'all. I'm not gonna lie to you. She know me more than I know myself, so I'm afraid to hear what you have to say. I'm really scared. And just to preface this. We have not talked to each other about, like, this whole conversation. Right. This is, like, on the fly. Granted, like, we know each other. She's been in my life for, like, 13 years, so she knows me. Right. And she's been here for every single guy. Yeah. And vice versa. But we don't just sit down and be like, this is why you're single. But I also will preface this and say that we've grown a lot, and (laughs) since rekindling our friendship, I'm going to go from the men there. Like, (sighs) not the men, not strictly the men, but, like, what has happened, Mm -hmm. and how you've changed from there. So, I think one of the first reasons that... Shit, y'all, you had us now? (laughs) The first of many, baby. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) One of the first reasons is that Christian is very particular. Like, you are very particular about what you like, how Mm -hmm. you like it. You, we all know, you have a type A personality. Like, Mm -hmm. there's not a moment where Christian will not double, triple, quadruple check before she does something. And so, when men approach you, or, like, when they just want to talk to you, you're very particular about how you want them to approach you. You're very particular about how you want them to act. Even And, like, you have standards. You'll break them a little bit, but, like, or not break them, but kind of bend them. But, like, a lot of the times, you want a certain way. And with this, like, what the outcome of that is that you get turned off by little things. And that most people would be able to look past. Like, a lot of things that you know are comparable. Not you know are comparable, but, like, a lot of things that most people consider are comparable. I can't say that word. Comparable? Mm-hmm. How do you say it? Compromable. Right. (laughs) A lot of things that people would compromise on or kind of look past because they know that that's something that they could deal with. Kristen's like, "Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. uh-uh. Right. (laughs) She's like, I'm not budging. This is something that I stick with you. So that's why I feel like your standards, in a way, come into play with that. But it's also like you're very hyper-focused on what you want. Like Mm -hmm. you do not see anything outside the path of what you want. I'm not going to disagree with you on any of that. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm just going to say that you're right. <laughs> um, kind of scary because, like, I don't know how you just did that so well. I don't know. <laughs> like, we talk about a lot of things, and I feel like just to be transparent in our conversations, she knows me, and she'll tell me when I'm bugging, but a lot of the time, it's usually love you, but the reverse way. Yeah, period. Where it's like, she's like, I can see you're already going to excuse yourself from the situation. Right. So I don't have to tell you exactly. to get out. Exactly. I am usually telling her, when are you going to start running? Right. 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 But that's <laughs> also why I would say another thing. You're, oh, it's not a reason why you're single. <laughs> I think it's something that I, it's so admirable, but you, your intuition is strong enough for both of us. Like you see things before they happen, but I think a lot of times you don't allow yourself to 
I don't know how to put this. Yeah. You know where I'm going though. Yeah. Like you don't allow yourself to see a different ending. Yeah. You just see the ending and that's it. And, and that's you're like, it. Oh, okay, I'm gonna dip out now. Thank yeah. you very much. Because with me, I see alternate endings everywhere. So I'm like, you know what? Let me see how this goes. Yeah. That's why I stay. I think. So like, I agree with you on everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. The one thing I guess. I'm not even refuting what you're saying. What I'm saying is there are things that I don't compromise on because I see the bigger picture as a red flag. Mm. Like things that are little and might annoy me now might be indicative of a really large red flag for Mm -hmm. me that I know is going to turn into something like nasty. I see the red flags before they're huge and flashing in my face. Right, right, right. Where it's like, because you're so kind and like, (laughs) because you're like, oh, well, maybe just because you have a knife in his hand, he's not going to kill me. Like <laughs> Maybe he's just cutting some exactly. strawberries. <laughs> no, babe, he's about to kill you. Like That's where it's like, it's very difficult because I'm like, yeah, no, I can see where that's going and I can see how something little might be something really big later. Yeah. And I think I'm used to dealing with people so much that are different from me that I can notice it in the men that like approach yeah. me. So okay now that makes sense no that is definitely true i will say i think one of the biggest reasons that i've noticed about you is that you're too guarded Mm -hmm. because of your past Mm -hmm. because of your home life Mm -hmm. because of just who you are you are not you do not open up easily Mm -hmm. it takes you a long time to get really (laughs) comfortable y'all i'm sick (laughs) Nah, these sounds have me screaming but it takes you a really long time to get comfortable with someone um like comfortable enough to show them your full self and because you are guarded, it also doesn't allow for, like, you to remotely, like, you are just so afraid to get hurt that you refuse to even let it get to that point. Mm. Right. So, <laughs> wow. So, like, even though I think it's super, sub, like, subconscious. I don't mm-hmm. think you realize you're doing it, but a lot of the times you won't, and it goes back to, um, what you call it? Like not compromising, but at the same time, like you said, like you 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 can see the bigger picture. But sometimes there are moments where I wouldn't say that there's there's been a suitable bachelor, but there are moments where there could be hope. Mm-hmm. There could be like something for you there, and you're so afraid to move forward because like in the past it just hasn't worked out perfectly mm-hmm. and swiftly like that. You're just like, yeah, nah, I'm good though, thank you. And I'm like, Kristen, come come on. <laughs> Come on, hold on. Like he, he might be there might be something there and you're like, mm, No. No. Yeah. Like when I said no, I said no. Yeah. And the thing is like you are very kind. You'll allow people back into your life in a certain way though, because once you see them in a certain light, you can't unsee it. Yeah. I think most people are like that, but for you it just once someone hurts you or when someone like just makes you feel like you cannot be you, you guard up immediately and you're like, Yeah, no, this is not happening. Wow. But you'll keep it in your life. Yeah. I have nothing to say, guys. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like it's time to end this episode here. Um, <laughs> Thank you not, all for joining us. <laughs> yeah, it's not the fact that I wasn't expecting this because I came up with the fact that I wanted a reading me to fill. <laughs> I knew what I was asking for, but it's like hearing the words, I'm afraid. It's different. Um, uh, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm something. I-, I can't find a word. <laughs> like, I don't know. I didn't expect that. And um, I'll talk about myself later. Right. But it's like... From the one relationship I considered to be real, like mm. actually called myself being in a relationship, right? I don't want to say that, you know, it traumatized me because I don't appreciate people that like blame all their future relationships and what they do with other people on the past. Mm. It's not fair to anybody that comes after that. But the truth is like we learn from that. If you learn anything, you learn how to protect yourself to not go through that mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And like 
I guess because I ignored so many red flags in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Now for me, it's like, bet. All you have to do is show me one and right. I'm out. Or I, I don't want to say I get triggered, but like, the moment somebody shows me something that looks remotely close to what I've already been right. through, I like you're right. I literally shut like a Venus flytrap. Right. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and put myself through the same thing over and over again with the same person because, but I'm, you know what? While I'm on the mic, I'm realizing that's my fault, and maybe I shouldn't do that because I am doing what I'm ultimately avoiding, right. which is not giving people a second chance just because. I shouldn't have given my ex so many second chances. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that everybody should have that same, you know, not like, I guess like just a, less of an opportunity. Absolutely. Because some people are deserving a second chance. Girl, you're breathing, right? Wow, this is nuts. Nah, I this is turning into a therapy session. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I thought this was going to be funny. Uh, so, I, thanks. Yeah, right. This right. is a little heavy. <laughs> Hold on now. But she's right. And I appreciate, regardless, guys, like I appreciate her telling me the truth. Always. Because... I don't see myself as fearful. And like she's saying, like, it feels subconscious, which I think it is. Like, yeah. I really do think it is. I don't sit there and be like, yeah, I'm not getting hurt again. That's right, right. That's not what happens. I. But your actions yeah. say, yeah, I'm not getting hurt again. Yeah, because. Which is completely also, normal. Yeah. I, when I was in a relationship for such a long time, I was super secretive and super protective of my relationship because my family wasn't the biggest fan of that relationship. Right. So when I got out of that relationship, I did a complete 180 and I was like, okay, family is actually something that means a lot to me. I had to do a lot of reflecting and realize I really love my family. They're a part of who I am. Um, and I want to be honest. I want to be transparent with the people that love and care for me the most. And so when I did that, I started automatically being like, if I can't bring you home, if I can't be proud of who I'm dating, so I don't true. want to date you at all. I do that same shit. So it's su- it's super easy for me to see what I'm not doing long term yep. and be like, bet. So all we're doing is having sex, copy. Right. All we're doing is going out on a few dates, no problem. All you're doing is hitting me up in the DMs, no issue. Say that. Like, not a problem for me. It hurts, ultimately. That's not what I want. Okay, so this last one is pertaining to your most recent situation. And we don't have to go into detail, mm-hmm. but let me just tell you guys, Kristen was a different person before and after the situation. And I'm not saying that you change in a bad way at all. Um, I just think that situation made you less hopeful. Because, it was a setback. Yeah, it was, it was a setback for what you had been building up. So basically, like as we talked about last year, it was a lot of realizations mm-hmm. and it was a lot of just coming forth with all of the things we kind of use as distractions Mm -hmm. and getting rid of it. And so when we stopped doing that, we know we were working on ourselves and Mm -hmm. and you were building up to the person that who you, you had the person in your mind who you wanted to be and you were working and you were close and you were getting out of that rut and you were working towards being a better you. And then along came Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Not Harry. No, really though. And it's like, you were at your best self. You were at your best self and best up in that moment mm-hmm. and unfortunately this guy came along and it seemed like he was matching up with mm-hmm. that energy he was giving you all this rah rah this and all mm-hmm. that stuff and he was going to be the one for you but because he was fraudulent and this one is where you didn't see it coming mm-hmm. because the way he was moving guys he this man was moving so truthfully that it made everyone who know who knew him just kind of like what like yeah what what's going yeah. on so like that's why I feel like you finally put your guard down 
I was lay like, it all the way down. Yo, all the way down. And even I, the situation was turned to the point where I was like, yo, are you okay? Like, do you want to slow things down? Like, because that's what she used to have to tell me. But to see it the other way around, it was like, damn, like, this is so great. Like, she she's so hopeful. Like, there's a future with this one. Y'all, she saw a future, finally, with yeah. someone. And unfortunately, because he was so fraudulent, it ended up going sideways. So because it went sideways... Again, with the Venus flytrap that she is, she closed her door, she shut it, she locked it, she drilled it, mm-hmm. and was like, I'll see you guys when I'm good and ready. Because yeah. at that point, she hadn't been, before she met him, she wasn't good and ready, but it was like, you know, I'm, I'm good enough, I'm ready enough. But now she was like, yeah, no, clearly, it's not happening right now. So she closed the door, and it's like, that door doesn't seem like, from what I can see right now, it's not opening anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, because you deserve to take some time to yourself, and take some time to, you know, Realize, realize like what you want and how you want things to go for you and who you are and you're definitely entitled to that but I don't want that to take out like the hopeless romantic in you and I don't think it has fully but I think it definitely dwindled that image of like damn mm-hmm. what is wrong with you men yeah. like <laughs> yeah it's really difficult oh my gosh I'm getting so emotional I'm I didn't expect crying. to do this nah guys I really did not expect this to be a heavy episode but yeah this was supposed to be like fun, not you being single because you don't have high standards right not you being single because you like to date drug dealers uh, listen not we can do that like- at the end if you want <laughs> A combo rose, but this is, I think this is something that a lot of people can relate to because the way you are, there are so many women that I met that are just like that. I don't know. I guess it's not intentional. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. This is not what I want from, like, for myself. I never, like, expected three months ago. Mind you guys, this, I guess, I've changed so much now because looking back, like, I like to live my life freely. As long as I'm being authentic and true in the moment and I'm doing things genuinely, I don't see an issue with how I do it. Period. Um, that has to do with men, relationships, all the above. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm transparent and I'm happy and you're happy and healthy, like I said in the last episode, like, what I do and how I move and who I choose to move with is none of your concern. Mm-hmm. And so, this time it's like, it made me take a step back. My legs are closed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been three months. I literally have been saying to some of my friends, I'm doing a three-month subscription of abstinence. And every Not single time. Yeah, and at the end of the three months, at the end of every three months, I'm seeing if I want to renew it or not. Mm-hmm. Am I ready to get out there again? Am I ready to, like, meet somebody? Am I ready to entertain anything that could possibly be good for me? Um, or am I just going to continue to focus on myself? And I don't know if I would be doing it this way if... Leanna didn't focus on the same thing last year. Right. Um, I've done this whole thing before where I choose not to sleep with anybody, not to have any kind of relations with men, period, unless they're platonic. I did it for over a year. It was super helpful. Mm -hmm. And then when that was over, I was like, all right, are we ready to rumble? rumble? (laughs) Let's get ready to rumble. (laughs) Literally. So I completely agree with you. I don't think that um, I don't want it to happen. Right. I just feel like, for now, I wanted to remove all of that so I could see what's worth keeping and what's not worth mm-hmm. keeping. Plus, I'm able to make and form relationships with men that want to be platonic with me. Right. It's really hard to do that when everybody's kind of saying the same kinds of things and you can't weed out who wants you for you and who wants to just get to know you as a good person or who wants you for more than that. You are still just a, a dreamer, the, pri- the Pisces dreamer I do, I want to like, right. I, I literally... We see the love that, that that's in your future. It's just that, you know, obviously there's been obstacles. Yeah, and I'm not looking for the drama. Right. Like that's my, my issue is I don't want the drama anymore. Right. I'm over the drama. I'm about to be 23. I'm not trying to act like I'm older than my age. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I don't want the drama. I know too much. I'm too freaking pretty 
<laughs> I'm too funny. Period on the heavy on the pretty. I'm too loyal and right. I'm way too smart to go through any of this again. Come on. So I need to start. The reason I did this was because I I honestly and truly cannot expect men to look at me and take me seriously if I'm out here not knowing what taking me seriously means. Mm. And with this last guy that she brought up, I let him in without making him earn his spot. Really. It took him two seconds. Everything looked good on paper and it was coming up. Everything he was doing matched up, but I didn't give him... There wasn't a long enough trial period. Right. Okay? right I should have right. made the trial period a little bit longer before I was like, okay, bet. I got you. So are you ready for I'm me to scared. tell you why I think you're single? No, if I cry, like, just know, like... You're not going to cry, babe. Okay, good. We've had this conversation so many times. You're not going to I know, right? I feel like, I re- like I'm expecting everything that's coming. <laughs> okay, guys. Here we go. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to say about Leanna is that she's the opposite of me. Period. So <laughs> she gets too invested too quickly. I'm supposed to be the ideal dreamer, the lover. Oh my God, we're going to have kids. We're going to get married. Like, oh, you don't see it? Literally, this is Leanna. She'll literally send me a guy on Instagram. She'll be like, this is my husband. You see him? Okay, bet. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yo. You said your husband? What? Have you talked to him? I thought you liked that. Did you say hi? Wait, I thought that was fun. It's fun, babe. I thought it was like, It's curtain. delusional, but it's fun. <laughs> And so, like, granted, Leanna's also one of the baddest women on this planet. Not so, much. seriously, truly. Thank you. And so, when you realize you want somebody and you usually go after them, they, like, they return the energy you're giving. Mm. But the problem is, you let them in too quickly. Yeah. Like, the same way I just let this last guy in too quickly, that's usually your MO of, yeah. like, oh, my God, we went on a date and it was great. The vibes were great. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great it's gonna be huge <laughs> i'm like babe it's not um <laughs> he actually said a lot of things on this first date that were problematic but okay let's wait y'all i'm laughing because this is so true like i literally every single date like i'll come home and like i'll literally tell Kristen or like my sister any like everything that happened and they're both like babe you're, you're only focusing on the green part yeah <laughs> What did about you, the red? Did you hear what he said for the last 20 minutes? I'm like, no. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? Tell me. And then you tell me. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, let's wait. <laughs> that's what I think. I think that's her. That's the biggest issue. Yeah. And um, we had an episode, Instagram for Singles, where we were talking about looks and stuff. Yeah. I'm less of a looks person. Leanna's more of a looks person. And she's more on the, um, like, if there was a... If there was a universal scale of what's attractive, she typically picks people that are universally attractive. Mm, that makes sense. That everybody would be like, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. I don't usually go for men like that. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I feel like that plays into the fact that most of these men know that they look good. Shit. And so they use it to their advantage and they try to manipulate it. Absolutely. They have these perfect jawlines. That's why I always bring that up because she mm-hmm. always picks men with great jawlines. Oh my god, that is so true. It's so true. And they're so beautiful. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that away. But they're usually so superficial and so selfish. Yeah. Not to mention narcissistic. Oops. But we'll have a whole episode on that. I don't want to talk about it. So <laughs> <laughs> So that's why I feel like that's like her biggest this is why I'm single. Yeah. I think we're both working on understanding that everybody doesn't deserve to be let in mm. that quickly mm-hmm. at all. There's no reason why everybody should start with complete, like, open transparency to your heart. Forget, like, your personality, you just being honest and telling the truth. Like, yeah. that's fine. But, like, letting them into your emotions 
is not deserved. I know. Getting to know you, cool. Yeah. You could take me out. We could go out. We could even go have these. Don't know why we would do that. And I would still like you, but okay, no problem. I wish I could bring up that same guy who ghosted me, y'all, is the same one who made me go half on our date. Yeah. Quote, unquote, date. See? Anyway. So. <laughs> it's honestly, like, I completely agree. You know I agree with you. Because it's just the way I was raised. Like, guys, if you have ever met my mother, she is the exact same way. Mm-hmm. She overshares the moment mm-hmm. she meets you. She tells you her life story the moment she meets you. Mm-hmm. We grew up in a very open family where, surprisingly enough, we talk about enough things to make us feel close. But when it came to, like, the emotional stuff, we didn't, unfortunately. Right. So that's why it's kind of like I am that way. I'm, I'm that way. But I, that's why everybody that meets you and all of your friends and even your social media presence, you are the queen of everyone thinks they know you. Right. But they don't. Yeah. Leanna's the queen of making you think that you know her. And then she's like, you didn't know? You didn't know I was a double? Like, <laughs> you didn't double. know? <laughs> like, she's literally, there's so many sides to her, but because her personality is so bubbly and she's so bright and she knows how to, like, be communicative. She's a great social personality. People think, like, oh, I know her. Right. She's great. I love her. Right. And then, like, if you actually, if she, if you actually took the time when you met her to really look at her and, like, look deep down and be like, I wonder why she asked me so many questions, but I don't get to ask her that many questions. Yeah. And, like, on the other end of it is. Damn, that was deep. <laughs> love you. <laughs> the other end of it is she goes on dates, and I know she's told me sometimes that, like, she told, like, they would ask him, her questions and she would be transparent. And then she'd be like, I don't really know enough about him, though. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, because you were so busy trying to figure out what he's like that he didn't get the chance to really look into you. So he only got, like, the, wow, she's a great listener. Wow, she's so pretty to look at. Wow, she's beautiful. Wow, her laugh is great. Wow, her energy is good. Wow, she's great taste buds. Like, wow, she's a great time. But, like, nobody really got to know, like, okay, mm- does she have two sisters or does she have one? Oh my god! Like that's just an easy thing to talk about. Yeah, we're gonna, we knows gonna go ahead and cut it here because <laughs> I'm not about to sit here and be and have her pick my brain like this. I understand. You know, and that's that scares me. That scares me a lot because that is something I walk away thinking all the time from every situation. Like that's what, how I walk away feeling every single time. I'm like, damn, they didn't even. And even the most recent situation, I told him, I'm like. You don't even ask me any questions. Mm-hmm. And he literally looked at me and goes, what am I supposed to ask? Like, how about you? I'm like, yes. Yeah. That's exactly what you're supposed to ask. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you ask how about you? Why doesn't anyone try to get to know me? Like, the way I get to know them. Yeah. And it gets me so angry because I'm like, I sit there and I memorize your dog. Mm-hmm. I memorize your brothers. I memorize mm-hmm. your nieces and nephew. Mm-hmm. Like, how many aunts you have. Like, But no one ever does that for me. I think the observation I've made is they don't do that because... I don't want to call you the dominant personality in any relationship. Yeah. But you tend to pick guys that are introverted. I don't know if you realize that. Mind your business. None of the men that you pick, except for one. Go ahead and one, mind your damn business. <laughs> none of the men that she's picked, except for one, are extroverted. You're literally really. cursing at me. Sorry, babe. <laughs> I'm not. Like, literally, she picks all these guys that are super introverted, don't have that many friends, first mm. of all, don't really like their family. Oh, my God. They barely like you, but you don't even know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, you're <laughs> no, not, kidding. No, no, you're not, No, man. seriously, it's just the fact that they're not ready to do that work on right. themselves. And so they pick, I feel like what they're doing is picking their polar opposite because mm. they expect you to fix them, not being ready to be fixed. And I think I go in as a fixer yes. as well. I want to help everyone. Yep. I want to, I'm like literally like Aladdin, like, I will show you the world. <laughs> like literally, when someone... My, Felicia and I, I always call her my cousin on the podcast and wherever I go, her but Felicia, Felicia, her name is Felicia and she 
will definitely be joining us soon one day. But like literally, she always tells me, she's like, you love a PTSD ass man. Mm -hmm. Like you love the background story. Mm -hmm. You love the origin story where they had to struggle to get up and you want to be there for them as their rock. And it's like, you cannot do that. Nope. Like how long am I going to keep letting someone walk all over me because I think it's making them a better person? Damn, this is getting You can read yourself soon. Yeah. We're going to get there. Right. But I think that even goes into her prioritizing certain traits of guys over others. I need you to relax. (laughs) (laughs) Here's what she'll do, right? Oh, shit. In 2019, she'll be like, I need a man that has a business of his own. Oh, shit. I need a man who's successful. (laughs) I need a man who makes money. Then in 2020, after the man in 2019 didn't do the right thing because he was business savvy, the man in 2020 just needs to be super emotional. So now she has the clingy, I don't know how to deal with my emotions. I don't really have that much money, but at least I want to deal with my emotions. I want to love you. I may not tell you, but I do want to love you. She goes for that. So what she ends up doing is putting, instead of adding to her list of priorities, she starts swapping them and putting them on back burners. Oh my. That's exactly what I feel like is part of the issue. Yo, I thought you didn't have anything written down. I thought it was on the fly. I like, it feels like you just been building I, up. I didn't. I and know. then I was like, mm, right. let me take a moment. Right. I've been here. So it's mm. like, at the end of the day, we've talked about all this stuff in different time periods. Right. But when I had to sit down, it was, it was hard for me to say, like, this is why she's single because... I'm dating you. Right. So at the same time, I'm saying this is why you're single, but like you're dead, not alone. I think that's also, yeah, why you're single. Because you just, you like to switch traits. You're like, okay, like last year I like somebody with money, but this year I'm going to go with somebody who's emotionally in touch. Yo, I'm sick in the head. They be broke. I was telling you guys to go get help. Listen, I'll be right there with you. (laughs) We can all sign up together. Maybe I should have a Zoom. Dead serious. Like we could all sign up for better help because we all need help, okay? And. I feel like, oh, sorry, babe. God, there's more. Yeah, I'm not done. Yeah, here we go. She gives too many chances. All right. So she thinks <laughs> that because she has a conversation with somebody. Oh, my God. That the actions have already been put into action. Here she go. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. That is not how it works. It's never worked out for you that way. And But that's why I'm like, she loves to bring up how I'm a Pisces. She loves to bring up the fact that I'm a hopeless romantic. Babe, it's you. No, I no, but You're I know projecting. I am. You're projecting. No. <laughs> you are projecting. Listen, I know I'm a hopeless romantic. Okay, babe. But you continue to deny the hopeless romantic side of I you. I love the love. Right. But like, I just don't keep walking towards the dead end streets. <laughs> Yo, you know what's so funny? You know what uh, stuck with me? What? Guys, I did a whole narcissist and Kristen goes, I still don't think you learned your lesson. I don't. I'm like, She's I like, do. You, you weren't hurt enough. Like, because you keep running towards the fire. Yeah. It didn't burn you enough. It's not easy to like understand that the people that we fall in love with or get hurt by are the same people that we're trying to avoid in some way, shape, or form. So mm-hmm. like, what I mean by that is you fell in love with a narcissist because of his good traits. Mm-hmm. So when you see somebody else with those good traits, you try to dissociate the fact that you know you had a bad experience with somebody remotely close to them. At some point, you have to realize, like, there's a trend. I'm not talking to you directly. I'm just saying for all of us, there's a trend in the people that we go after and the traits that we're attracted to. Like, for example, I like somebody that's super honest. I like somebody that moves with intention, that's deliberate, doesn't, you know, those kinds of things are what we look for in, in, I guess, a a spouse or a partner. Mm -hmm. So you keep going after those same traits. So you keep trying to find them in people. You're finding them and then ignoring all of the things that also makes them a narcissist. Right. Or all the things that also makes them toxic. Like, 
And that's where you start setting yourself back because you're so focused on the traits that you love and you're like, okay, check, 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 found it. And then you're like, did he say right. he doesn't like me? Right. He didn't mean it. No, he would never. He didn't mean it. Who doesn't like me? Did he? <laughs> you know what? But as you're talking, you said dissociate and it just triggered something in me that I meant right. to put on the list. And I'm not, I'm not, now this is turning to a real See, world now thing. she wants to come Because I want to come back. Right. Hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, what I was going to say is I've always called Christian, like Christian, her mind works like a man. I said this for so long. Her mind works like a man. Like she's able to understand them and just un- and do the same things that they are able to do. The way that people say like Here women are go. so emotional, and she is, but not when it comes to these men. Mm-hmm. So what I will say is that because you're so able to easily detach your emotions from a situation, you stay in situations longer than needed mm-hmm. because you know what, like you said, you know what I you're know getting. I know what you can get from it. Right, you so know what you're what anything. you're getting, so you don't look for anything else. You close all doors to any anything possible. And anything else that's possible with them, you get what you need and you move on. And it's like, <laughs> and it's not even like in a sense where it, I know a lot of people will hear this and think it's sexual. It's not. It's a sense in like, if she feels like she can confide in you, but she doesn't have that same sexual connection with you, she will keep you around. But don't you ever try to make a move on her because she mm-hmm. will punch you. <laughs> she will dead punch you like that. Like, no, yeah. because she has put you in the category of. Emotional connection. Yeah. She has put you in the category of, I am attracted to you. Yeah. You know, this could potentially go somewhere. Once you're categorizing her head and she's attached and she's detached any emotion from it or any like possibility from it, she's like, yeah, right. That's done. Thank you. Yep. Okay. <laughs> well, um, thank you guys. We'll see you on the next episode. <laughs> I'm done. Like, I don't have anything to say. But this is why, guys, I said we're opposites. Yeah. In the best way. Because I cannot detach my emotions from myself. I'm not mad at this at all because it's so I'm good. shocked. Yeah. yeah. And I'm also proud of us for just being straight up about it. Right. Because like, it's dead not easy, guys. Like, we've cried. Mm. We've been on the phone for hours, calling Lord each other Lord. every five minutes. Like, okay, but you just posted on Instagram. <laughs> you didn't text me back. Like, no, I feel like when you do that, you're talking about me. So just say it. Just I'm ta- say it. I'm talking about you. Now we're going to get into the episode where we... Tell each other why we're single ourselves. Y'all. I feel like we covered a lot of this, but... I, I think so. My laundry list is is long. I'm mm. not gonna lie to you. Like, this is a lot because, like I said, I just pride myself on taking criticism. I even yeah. asked my sister, I asked my cousin, like, what would you guys say mm-hmm. are... What, what makes me single? Mm-hmm. And brace yourself, fool, because there's <laughs> a lot coming. So, the number one reason why I think I am single, and it'll unfold into multiple reasons, but the main thing is that it wasn't until last year when I realized that I wanted a partner because it would just add to my happiness. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't complete me. And I think for a long time, I felt like I needed a partner to make me feel like I was enough mm-hmm. for myself and for those around me because mm-hmm. I've just seen so many relationships like blossoming and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, why isn't that happening to me? So I just kept convincing myself, like, I'm not enough. I'm not enough to be in a relationship. Like, I need to work on myself. But I didn't realize that I needed to work on myself in order to be enough for myself mm-hmm. and to be content with who I am. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, it wasn't until last year when I realized that when I was, when we were in quarantine and we were mm-hmm. like, I had no choice but to look myself in the mirror and see what's happening. So I had been doing all this stuff and dating and like, it was just trial and error at that point mm-hmm. because so many things has gone wrong. So many errors had led me to be like, let's sit back and maybe mm-hmm. reconfigure our plan of action here because <laughs> yeah. this shit not working out for us. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what. I think that's me being the most transparent I've ever been and just telling you guys, like, that's really what I had to come to the conclusion of. And if you can 
come to that conclusion early on, I promise you it'll benefit you so much in the future because now I'm able to move with so much more intention. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I still have slip ups, but it's like at the end of the day, at my core, I know what I want. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a great realization because just to tie it into a meme, everybody's been for the last year or two saying, be my peace. Mm. It's like you can't be somebody else's peace. You have to be your own peace. Mm-hmm. Like you can't keep looking to somebody to fulfill a void or do something that you don't know how to do on your own. Yeah. Like you have to be able to pacify yourself. You have to be able to heal yourself and soothe yourself because people are here today and gone tomorrow mm. for whatever the reason is. And the more you keep being dependent on other people and your own health, happiness and like self-worth, the more you're like dang, I just need somebody else. I just need something else. Mm-hmm. It's not there. And even when that person is there for you and like they try to be all that you need, you're still like, nah, something's missing. Right. And I'm still not happy. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's missing, but something's missing and I just need to figure it out. Yeah. So I'm really glad that you had that realization because I think a lot of people go on the internet mm. and see these memes and think like you should be looking for somebody to provide for you, to do all these things that you need to do for yourself. Right. It's not even like, about this whole I'm an independent woman thing. It's just a I need to be good on my own thing. Everybody should be able to do that. And I think it's it goes hand in hand with what I had to do and during the process of all that I just had to cancel out the noise. And yeah. the noise wasn't just coming from social media, it was also coming from my home yeah. because my sister has been in a relationship for the past almost seven years now. Mm-hmm. So when you have someone who's been in a relationship for that Oof. long, right, you your parents are married, like everyone in your family is constantly bringing home guys or, you know, has steady relationships. Yeah. You're the one who hasn't had a relationship since, what, 2017 yeah. that they know of. It's like, it's everyone's coming to you like, why have you been why single this whole single? time? What's wrong with you? And, I, and then, exactly, it, it's that question. What's uh-huh. wrong with you? Like, what's wrong? What's I wrong? It's it never, too. what's wrong with men? It's just like, what are you doing? Why, aren't, why, why are you single? Why can't you find somebody? Right. Why am I going out fishing? Why it, it, am I looking? Somebody reel me in, right. damn it. exactly. I want to come up. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, really, that's how it was. So it was constantly like, and now even my parents ask me, they're like, why don't you have a boyfriend? And I'm like, I don't need a boyfriend. That's what I say to them all the time. Mm-hmm. And even my dad will say, um, he was joking around, and in my Christmas card, <laughs> still got me so tight. But in my Christmas card, he goes, "Oh, next year Santa will bring you uh, a boyfriend." And I was like, "Dad, I do not, I do not need a boyfriend." He's so funny. Haitian women, especially, they're literally taught and like taught to serve a man. Mm-hmm. So when you really get down to the nitty gritty of it, it's like my mom is literally teaching me like she didn't want me to serve a man, but she did make it prevalent in my life that I need a yeah, man to man. complete me. Yeah, like I need a man in order to continue to move through life, and it's like. No, no, I don't. Yeah. The second reason why I think I'm truly, truly single is the fact that I do not speak my mind. And <laughs> she goes, guys, I wish you could see her face. Mm-hmm. I don't speak my, my my mind at all. Like, I never feel, I'm never in a situation where I feel comfortable enough to speak my mind. And I can, I can say that openly and honestly. Like, I have not been in a relationship where I was completely comfortable since 2017 or 2018 to finally say what the hell I'm thinking or how that person is making me unhappy. But I think it's also a little bit goes back to, like, just my past experiences where every time I do speak my mind, because I'm not (laughs) with the right person, they leave. Mm -hmm. And so from that, every time I I learned that, like, okay, Liana, if you speak your mind, they're going to leave. I didn't didn't know that men would change. I didn't know that people were willing to change Mm -hmm. because they liked me enough. And so, like, in turn of that, I just keep my mouth shut. And I've internalized every single problem I have where I just grow to resent the person towards the end. 
Not gonna lie to you. I literally have it written in my notes. I said, ignores red flags until she blows up and no longer wants relationship at all. Exactly. Like, once I finally speak my mind, there's no (laughs) reconciliation. And I pride myself on being such a great communicator. But at the end of the day, when it comes to that, I'm really not because... Every time someone pisses me off, I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And I go to Kristen, I blow up, and she's like, yeah, I think you should tell them. I'm like, yeah, me too. And then I get around them, I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. But I don't <laughs> think it's fair. I do think it's still a work in progress, but we've been working on this for over a year now. I know. So I don't think she, I think she's being a little harsh on herself, which is why, I, you know, I forgot to say earlier, I also think that's part of why she's single. Yeah. Because she's so harsh on herself that she thinks that, like, she has to be perfect mm-hmm. for somebody else. And she doesn't, because right. nobody she meets is going to be anywhere, number one, nobody she's met has right. been anywhere close to her. And number two, nobody she meets in the future is going to be perfect. So she keeps perfecting or trying to come close to and fixing all of her flaws. First of all, there is beauty in the struggle. Mm. So you don't need to be perfect. You just need to be aware. Right. You need to be working on yourself. And that's why I kind of, I don't even like that you really, that's why I didn't say it like that when yeah. I was telling you, because the truth is she's been working on it. She's working on how to say things so that she knows she's coming from a genuine place and that she can... Because I think what Leanna also does is she'll give somebody feedback, but she won't necessarily offer how they're supposed to go about changing it. Yeah. So, like, it becomes hard because the person listening is like, okay, well, if you don't like it, I don't know what to do. You have to give me more. How am I going to change it? Nah, you guys want to hear something funny? I saw a tweet the other day and I was crying laughing. It said, dating a Capricorn is easy. You just have to be a mind reader. Literally. (laughs) Literally. It's Like, like... it's so hard to read my her. mind. What yeah. what else can I ask for? Like I have two more points, but the next one is that I'm too picky for the wrong people. And that came from Olivia. Olivia said I am too picky for the wrong people. And I completely agree. I think I'm so forgiving of those who aren't deserving. And I'm really, really hard and stubborn with those who should be given a second chance. And that goes into when people are it's usually when people are too easy, like easy mm-hmm. to get or like not they don't really present a challenge for me. Then I'm like, okay, if they do one thing wrong, I'm over them. Yeah. But if someone who I fought for, I'm less willing to let go of it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm so much more forgiving. I need to learn when enough is enough and when I should get up. And I need to learn when I need who's worth it, who's worth the wait. And I I never stick around long enough to see who's worth the wait. In the beginning of last year, Leanna would meet people. And even in 2019, and she'd be like, it's not romantic enough. He's not going to be romantic. And I don't Mm -hmm. need any more friends. I'm done. I'm out. I understood where she was coming from. I get what the goal is. I get that she's looking for somebody that's not going to play games. But at the end of the day, some of my best male relationships that I don't know where go where they'll go in the future are friendships right oh now. My God, everyone always tells me that. You have to be friends with your partner before you, they become your partner. And it's just like... I and I, I'm not even romantic. Yeah, I'm not even saying that that's necessary for every single relationship. But what I'm saying is it goes a long way. And I... I, it's hard to interject, but I think that's a lot of times. Whenever I look back at the guys who I've dated, I'm like, damn, I wouldn't even be their friend. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I allow them to be with me romantically, but, like, when it comes down to it, when I strip them of everything that they did, it's just like, damn, you are just not even a good person. And that's why it's important to date people that you like. Yes. Not just date people that you try to love. Mm. You have to like these people. You can't just be outside with everybody. Right. That's why even um, when I was... Mm, living as a free spirit, if you will, for the last few years, I was deciding that I was only going to date people. I mean, I wasn't going to date, date. It wasn't going to be serious. It was just going to be beneficial, if you will, in certain areas for my life. But the reason that's tricky is 
I went through a conflicting process where I'm like, okay, I can get what I need to get out of this person, Mm -hmm. but I don't even like them at their core. Mm. So why am I even laying down with them? Why am I even entertaining them for five seconds if I know I don't like them as a person? And so I think that's why I'm saying I learned my lesson on that. And yeah. I think it would be who of you, too, to sit there and be like, you know what? I need to be friends with you. Even if it's not romantic the way I'm looking for it at first, let me see if I could like them as a person. And just even further than that, guys, you never know where people are going to come back in your life. You that's never so know true. what they could do for you and vice versa. You never know you might need somebody. I sound like burning bridges. A lot of that is because of my ego, but... <laughs> Thanks, babe. Really, I, I just don't, I don't like burning bridges because you just never, like you said, you just never know you what, never that, know. what that person can do for you, what you can do with that person, or what the future holds for you guys. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to leave the door open enough for a friendship, but not open enough for you to think that you can come back and think I'm and a get dummy. what you want out of it. Right. right. And so my last point is that I am really confusing because I want someone who has enough but doesn't have it all, so we can figure it out together. Don't make no type of sense. Don't make no damn sense. And it's not fair, because I leave this little sliver of men who just got a little, like, just enough little of what bit. I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. And when I say this, I mean it career-wise. So I expect, too mu- I expect too much at the age, because at 23, I have a job, like a full-time position. You know, I have my bachelor's degree. I'm, I'm, I feel accomplished. Mm-hmm. I have the podcast. I have many hobbies, streams, different streams of income, you know? I'm very accomplished, but there's so much still I want to do. And I, I'm very forgiving of myself for what I want to do. I'm very forgiving of myself. And I remind myself constantly, you're doing a great thing. You're doing more than most are doing mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So you are, you're good if you take a, a couple lax days or mm-hmm. if you're good, you're good if you're not focused on um, exactly what your goals are at this moment. But if a guy comes to me and he's figuring his shit out, I'm like, go ahead and find the door for me, baby. <laughs> go ahead and log out for me. Right, go ahead and log out for me, baby, because I'm not going to sit around while you on the come up. But then I turn around. I'm like, but you gotta wait for I'm on for like yeah. for me while I'm gonna for, come up. Yeah, and that that's not that's not right. It's mm-hmm. not fair because I, it's like a double standard for them. They don't get to I don't give them the same benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And that's why usually I will say like I go for older men. The only problem I'm about to read myself to filth with that mm-hmm. is that when I'm with this older man and he has the job, he has the you know the place, he has the car, he has the business ventures. They have it quote unquote, whatever I think it is, they have it all to me. I'm like, I'm not good enough. What, what am I adding to their life? What, what else can I do for them? They, they have it all. What do they need me for? Mm-hmm. And so then I feel insecure about myself and I don't feel like I'm amounting to anything. So I'm either feeling like, what I constantly feel like in these relationships is that I'm either too good for the person mm-hmm. or I'm not enough for the person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just trying to be like Goldilocks, girl. I'm just trying to figure out my just right. <laughs> What's just right? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out my just right. So, you guys have heard about me, and that's enough. But, Kristen, you, go ahead and talk to him. Why, why do you think you are single? <laughs> I feel like I have two... Well, pretty much, Leanna really did sum it up. I do run from red flags that I see turning into bigger issues. Mm-hmm. So, that's definitely one of my largest ones. But, on top of that, um, I think that I struggle with affection. Oh. Not because I'm not, like, affectionate, because I definitely am. Yeah. And, like, I know how to be affectionate. I know how to make somebody feel like they're wanted. I'm super communicative. But I feel like over the years of me dealing with people I knew were not emotionally good enough for me or emotionally intellectual enough for me, and low-key not intellectual enough, period, for me, I 
get turned off so easily that me compartmentalizing them into what I can take from the situation makes me not want to give myself completely to the situation. And so I'm not affectionate in the times where we're just chilling and watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I was dealing with this guy for a while that I thought was so great, and he had a lot of his stuff together. And we had great conversation about certain things, but I could realize some personality traits that didn't really sit right with me. Mm. And so when it came to the intimate part of it, I was super turned off. Mm. And even at that, it's like, it wasn't that great anyway. But on top of that, it just was super hard for me to to want to be affectionate. Mm. Like she said, I get turned off by a lot of little things. And I'm not necessarily proud of that all the time. I do literally... I feel like this is a common Pisces thing. So if you're a Pisces and you're listening, please let me know if I'm bugging. I know I'm not the only one that has crazy amount of pet peeves. Or not just pet peeves, but peeves things and just falls back. Yep. Like, I know a lot of Pisces men like that. Mm-hmm. And where they'll just see things and they'll be like, bet, I know how to move with you. And what I'm not doing. Right. And so, like, it's crazy to me because I do that, especially when it comes to affection. In the moment, I'm, like, all in it and for it. But you ask me to cuddle afterwards, I'm not doing that. That's slow. Y'all see why I say she thinks like a man? Like, don't touch me. You <laughs> can't even have a conversation with me, but you want to cuddle? That's slow. I need to start... I need to continue to look for people that I like as people. Yeah. And people that can meet all of me. If you want to have a conversation about something with me, I like to know what we're talking about. And right. I like to learn. A lot of the men that approach me ain't really teaching me anything. Mm. It's always the other way around. I lower my standards because I'm realizing a lot of the people I'm meeting can't have intellectual conversations. Oof. And so I'm super guarded off that and And because I'm guarded and because I need to work on it, I start taking my standards down saying, okay, well, if you can't talk about all these different kinds of topics, then maybe Mm -hmm. you can do this or maybe you can do that. But I'm starting to realize that having these conversations that are super important to me, super diverse, like where you could talk about um, desire and pleasure and then you can talk about psychology and then you can talk about emotional intelligence and then you can analyze a movie and then you can talk about great food. Mm -hmm. I that is like what fulfills me. And when somebody can't do that with me, I'm like, well, yeah. it was nice getting to know you. Um, so we can either do option A or <laughs> B or C. Either you can leave or we can keep playing games and I can just take you for what you're, what I know you're good at. Mm. Could be sex, could be something emotional, could be just food. Or C, you can change, but that's never an option. Yeah. And I never even put that out there because I don't think... You can never make anybody do something that they're not ready to do. I also think you're really forgiving in the intellectual category because you've been provided with such great education by your parents. I think, but the thing is, like you said, you're continuously a student. So you've been provided a great education, um, like better education than most people are provided with, uh, better opportunities. And then on top of that, you never stop learning. So outside of those opportunities that you've been given, you make opportunities for yourself to make sure that you keep learning, you stay on top of your shit. That's so nice of you. No, truly. And that's why when you look at certain people who you're going after, you're kind of like, okay, but they didn't grow up the same way as as I am. Mm -hmm. One thing about you, you're very humble and you know that you lived uh, a sort of privileged life. No matter what it came with, you lived a privileged life than Mm -hmm. most. So with that, you kind of 
let people slide by mm-hmm. that are not supposed to be on that same they're not even supposed to be at the same table with you. i'm not the judge a book by its cover girl i'll exactly. say it episode after episode after episode i am not that person and be, like i guess like you said i wasn't even thinking like that because i've had the opportunity to be in a lot of spaces and learn from a lot of different people with a lot of different backgrounds yep. i understand that the next bill gates may come from literally nothing yeah and I'm okay with that. And yeah. I'm grateful for that. That's what makes people great. It's yeah. like you never know where they're going to end up. But there's a certain time where you have to cut off being so right. open and forgiving right. to just, like we always say, just protecting your peace. Literally. And that's why I'm not even trying to be like all these girls that are just want to take men for their financial gains. But like, yeah, a lot of these men cannot afford me. Right. You can't afford any of the stuff that I've learned. And the flip side of it is you don't want to learn any of the stuff that I I know about. Mm -hmm. There's no... It's like the men that I've been meeting these last few years have no willingness to have any exchange. Unless it's sexual, unless it's emotional. It's like... And I think that's why I said a few episodes ago, taking feminism too far, men... Because you're not understanding that even though we're all about our independence and we want to be there for ourselves, we still want you to bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to teach you everything. I don't want to have to walk you through loving somebody. I was talking to my aunt today and I so said, true. I have no issue teaching someone how to love me. I'm not like their last girlfriend and I'm not going to be like anybody else you've ever met. Mm-hmm. So I know I have to teach you how to love me, but I'm not willing to teach you how to grow up. That's why I feel like we can't, when we were younger, we could, we were building from the ground up. Yeah. Now it's like, I, I can't start from the ground anymore. There has to I've be some enough. type, right, right? There has to be some type of foundation there that I can build off of. Yeah. That I can ship shaped and, yeah. you know, dip and like, work with. Yeah. What is it called? Um, Renovate. Yeah. I don't need to build it from the ground yeah. up. Yeah. It gets super tiring. Before we end this though, Shout out to the man if you're listening. Right. Um, we're both single. Uh, right. 23. Right. Uh, she is employed. I'm currently not, but I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of things to offer and bring to the table. Oh. Um, super funny. I'm open. My family's great. And we're super open to meeting new people. So Just know that if you decide to hit either of us up, you will automatically be in a throuple. So right. I'm sorry to break exactly. it to you. Exactly. If, if you're expecting one, you got the double. Exactly. So thank you guys so much for listening. And Get we'll rid be- of the accent. No, never. (laughs) Anyways, thank you guys so much for joining us once more, and we'll be back with another episode. Bye, guys.